I know. I know that was a dick move of me to like and like to drop the volume when the beat was about to drop. I apologize. That beat's by Q. Shout out to Q real quick. Thanks for showing up, guys. On this episode, I have uh, Liz. She has a really long name. She gets into it in, <laughs> in the podcast. Um, she's a visual artist. She's also uh, uh, an event organizer. She's having her first event in L.A. this weekend. I, I believe the 27th. And, um, yeah, it's it, super, super well-read person. Um, just has a curiosity more that's on par with mine which is 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 pretty intense um i hope you guys enjoyed the conversation um yeah thanks for thanks for listening guys yeah no it was it was a it was a fun trip going over there and experiencing peru and ecuador and yeah. i um, and the galapagos and shit my parents had a had a expectation for the Galapagos. Mm-hmm. Oh, they um, went with you? Yeah, they went oh. with them. I mean, they invited me for the trip, and I was oh, like, okay. bet. And um, <laughs> yeah, and so um, and so yeah, they they had an expectation, so they were let down by the experience of, of those islands. I don't yeah. know why. I was just like, what's the, what was the expectation? I guess they were told that it was really beautiful and everything. Oh. And all that. The thing is, is that that expectation came from white people. And not to like diminish <laughs> white people, but like it, it comes from the, the place that they come from is the fact that they consider something beautiful that was untouched by man. So yeah, they were like, this is beautiful because it hasn't been messed by us. Yeah. Which I completely get. My parents, when they hear beautiful and they hear like, like, like about like yeah. islands that haven't been touched and everything, they're thinking gorgeous plants and mountains right. and animal like some exotic shit. Yeah, yeah, they went all out, my parents. That's not what you get. That's not what you get. They're they're baby islands. They got they got a, a, a plethora of like animals and stuff that you can like really enjoy and look at in a mm. whole like uh, ecological um, environment that you're not used to. But it's not the jungle. Right. It's all tropical and yeah, yeah, monkey yeah. swinging from Bangladesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. No, the jungle is a whole different story. Quick question. Yeah. Uh, is it okay to cuss during the? Yeah, homie. Okay. You it's free. Yeah, it's okay, free. Cool. It's free. There's no, there's no, there's no. They just be slipping out sometimes. No, it's I'm fine. Like, uh, me too. <laughs> me too. This is the beauty of the, of the podcast. Nobody, nobody tells me what I can and cannot say. Your own boss. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. So, what's your first memory, dude? My first memory? Yeah. Oh, that was a very vague question. Like, fuck, I, um, first memory? <laughs> so what I usually ask my guests. Okay, I like that question. Ever? Like in this Ever. Lifetime? The first, the, the thing where, you, the moment where your brain started recording, essentially. Recording. Okay. Um, <laughs> I do have this memory of when I lived in Mexico. Okay. But it's not my first one. But it's just very, like. Real point? Yeah. Okay. So my mom used to send me to go get milk from this lady. She uh-huh. was like this old lady yeah. around like the corner. It was like probably like a, a five minute walk. Yeah. And like she actually like um, got milk from the goat, like straight from the goat. Wow. Yeah. And it was warm and yeah. just good milk, you know. It's good milk. So my mom, I was young, mind you, I was probably like three. Wow. And she would send me to go get the milk. So That's I would go amazing. get the milk. <laughs> and one time when I had the milk, yeah. she would give us like this jug. I, uh, I actually dropped it on myself. 
because like it was pretty like big. Right. I dropped it all on myself, and then I was crying, and I was like, uh, I came home, and I was like, Mom, I dropped yeah. the milk on me, yeah. and she was like, she was like, it's okay, she was like, it's okay, we're just gonna go get some more, and she accompanied me this time, and then we went and got some more, and yeah, it was just a memory that I remember, wow. just getting milk and then spilling it on myself. Shout out to your crying. mom for like letting you go out and walk as yeah, a three-year-old three to go old. get some milk. That's Mexico though, like. Yeah, Kids heard, start driving at 12. That. Yeah, I've heard a lot like, about that. I feel like it's a very good thing to like give yeah. a child some responsibility as soon as they can. As soon very as they young. can. Yeah. Because yeah. it like it, it allows them to realize what, what's to be expected of them in the future. Because if you don't do that, then you give them this false idea by letting them have what we consider a normal childhood. Yeah. That there's always gonna be there someone there like holding your hand, like, oh, yeah. Like, no. Fuck no. But Mexico's a little different than, oh, from what I remember, it's right. a little different from, like, the U.S. So yeah. back, there, back then, like, everyone kind of just knew each other. There wasn't much going on. So right. it was like, time yeah. Like but not much to worry about. Where, so. where, where in Mexico? Rodeo. Rodeo? Mm-hmm. Where's that? Durango. Durango. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, I just heard about Durango, like, like today, I think. Yeah. I think the homie's dad is from Durango. World. I think that's weird. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's cool. So, like, when did you come over to? to when I was five. When you were five? Yeah. Wow. Did you, could you just come with your mom, or did you come? My mom and my two sisters. Wow. And my brother, kind of. Kind of. What yeah. does that mean? <laughs> how, did, how does someone kind kind of come with kinda, you? Because like he came with us, but like a different way. Like oh. we arrived at the same time. Ah, oh, yeah. okay. That. That. Mm-hmm. That. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So you've been here since you were five. Right. And you came straight to Phoenix? Yeah. Damn. And I've been here 15 years. Why Phoenix? <sighs> Job opportunities for my dad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I asked my mom the same question not too long ago, too. I was like, why here? Like, nice. why not California or Texas? Right. And what's funny is before I was born, they were actually in Texas. Oh. Then they went back to Mexico. Wow. And then they went to Phoenix. Um, but yeah, I guess just job opportunities and uh, cheaper living, I would say. Yeah. Right, yeah, of course. It's Phoenix so, where you're at. There it is. This and, is my new home. Man. Yeah, entirely. I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. Give me, I'm going to actually pause it. And we're back. I had to fix the lighting because it was glaring off of Liz's eyes. Oh, yo, yo, <laughs> legit though. What's your the whole name? Because like, I've, I've been like, I've been telling people like my schedule and everything, yeah. letting them know who I'm interviewing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, I just refer to you as Tweepock and everybody's like, oh yeah, I know her. Like, I know her. Oh my God. <laughs> so like, actually, that's a good one. Where'd dad come from? Tweepock. Tweepock. Um, and then give us your full name. Okay. If you're down for it. <laughs> Is it if you're down for it? I'm weak. Okay. Uh, so Tweepock derived from me just liking the number three. I yeah. just always had like this connection to the number three. That's awesome. Awesome. Very like whatever, numerology shit, whatever. Um, but when I was younger, I used to play basketball. Okay. And I was number three. And uh, I was just like, I'm number three, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so I just like created like this fascination with the number. And then on top of that, Tupac has always been an inspiration for me. Of course. Um, so like, I wasn't introduced to hip hop as like, you know, my first genre of music. Right. You know, because I grew up in a Mexican household. So right. I kind of had to, like, figure it out myself mm. and just, like, do my own little research. Right. And so when I came across Tupac, I was like, whoa, what is this? Like, mm. it's so real. Like, and mind you, I'm, like, probably, like, 11, 12. That's like, amazing. listening to Tupac, like, rap about social injustice and right. what's going on in the world and, like, real stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, this man is amazing. 
So like aside from me from his music, I would um, look him up as like his interviews, what he would study, like just him as a person. Yeah. I just like fell in love with him. I was like, wow. I love what he stands for, what he speaks about, who yeah. he is. And so he really just inspired me in many, many ways. So I was like, I'm three pot. Yeah. <laughs> like he inspired three me. That's yeah, and great. you know, social media is just a funny place. Yeah, so um, <laughs> I was just like, fuck it, like I'm gonna be three pot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I put it as my at name, and next thing you know, people are like, yo, what's up, three pot? Yeah. Oh, you're three pot. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like it really like you know yeah like it people really were really like it. calling me that and i was like whoa i didn't think people were really good calling me this is powerful yeah right <laughs> and so it, was, it really was dude now it really just it, like stuck to me so when i go places and people like recognize me or whatever they'll be like three three and i'll be like yeah <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even know no i didn't That's i didn't so think i was great. gonna go that far it's so whatever. powerful though because you're like you legit just like I'm gonna take part of his name. I'm gonna add something significant on my end. Right. And make it mine. And, make and then it mine. everybody was like, I fucked with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't think it was gonna be like all that though. You yeah. know? So I was just doing it because I thought it was catchy and it was yeah. like, I like Tupac. But, of course. Um, yeah, so I wanted the emphasis to be more on the three though. Yeah. Because like, that's my whole well, I mean, thing. It, yeah. it all, like, the three does have emphasis when you do the three yeah. and everything. So. But my actual like full name. Uh-huh. Are you ready for this? Bet. Okay. Shit. It's um, Irma, Lizeth, oh. <laughs> and Jono Ramirez. Holy fuck! So there's like four names. Dude, all right. Yeah. Irma, again. That came from out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> Irma. I'm an old lady, bro. I'm <laughs> <not really good. laughs> so Irma would be more specifically Irma. Yeah, Idma. Idma. Uh-huh. That's way better. Exactly. Don't say Irma Not ever Irma. again. Idma Medrano Ramirez. Oh, I forgot my middle name. Irma Lisset Medrano Ramirez. That's where you got this. Yeah. Because uh, believe it or not, when I tell people my name is Lizette, they're like, what? And I'm Lizette. like, Lizette. You'd be surprised by how many times people like just don't know how to pronounce it. And I'm like... Okay. Wow. Yeah, so I'm just like, Liz, it's Liz. Could, could you do me a favor? Mm-hmm. Could you put your necklace like behind your shirt? Yeah, that's Like true. rub it right next to the microphone. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, Lizette, like, that's not, Lizette, right? Yeah, like Lizette. That's not. L-I-Z-E-T-H. It's, it's not. I know. People be whack. I'm so sorry. How was, uh, how was that transition from Mexico to uh, so, the transition. So um, well, I did come very young, so it wasn't much of like much of culture. Shock. Yeah, culture shock. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, oh my god, what's going on? Right. But it did have like its times where I was like, oh, you know. Because like you legit don't have an accent. Right. Which is actually pretty um, impressive. When well, I brought I was brought like in comparison to my sister who was ten when she came here, mm-hmm. or eleven or something like that. Right, right, right. She had a more difficult time adapting because she had already started school in Mexico and she already right. knew all these words and. Right. You know, she like started out speaking Spanish, so moving to a whole new country with a whole different language, it was kind of harder for her. Right. Whereas me, I'm starting in kindergarten, and you know, you're getting the basis off the Yeah. Right. So uh, starting off, I was like, okay, this isn't that bad, but yeah. I still only knew Spanish. So of course, yeah. It was kind of difficult, and it would start me in like, um, you know, the one, classes where you need help, yeah, like understanding. Yeah, ESL classes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had that. But nonetheless, um, my whole school journey from like elementary to high school was 
Very good. Yeah? I had a lot of good times, fun. Wow. I was always very involved and yeah. yeah I always like to learn and I was just like That's I awesome. like school. Ah! <laughs> Believe it or not, yeah, you know how right. like kids when uh, you drop them off at school they cry and they're like, No yeah. mommy, don't leave me. I was the opposite. I would cry because I didn't want to leave. Wow. <laughs> right? Really? <laughs> yeah. God damn. It's so funny. That's enthusiasm right there. Yeah, I was like, I want to learn. <laughs> so like, all right. So how did how did you end up becoming a visual artist? Um, it kind of just came to me because I've always, I've always been like doodling, drawing. Okay. Always been creative. Yeah. Um, I can say that like, I've always since I remember, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so I didn't start like actually taking it serious until I was a junior in high school. I met my um, art mm -hmm. teacher. And he was just the biggest ratio for me, or just a motivation, because um, he just really pushed me to it. Like, he was just like, you have it, like, you, you draw something different every time compared to the other students. And yeah. he was like, you got it, like, just keep going. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, do you really like to do it? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, then keep going, like, don't stop. That's Ugh. awesome. Yeah, so he's like, and then um, he had, like, this closet full of, like, paints and, yeah. and canvases yeah. and erasers and pencils. And he was like, go in there and get all the materials you need. I was like, wow, you're so nice. He's like, he's like, I got you. So I went in there and I got all types of materials. Yeah. I took them all home. And I've been going at it ever since. Wow. Shout out to Dr. Cooper. That's, it's always a teacher, isn't it? Yeah. It's Teachers are big influences, man. It's always a teacher. I, I can actually say the same thing. For me, it was a, it was a writing teacher mm. who changed my perspective on writing. And... And around this time, I was already, like, I, I started writing myself. Yeah. Like, I started writing poetry. But he, like, he really shifted it and, like, pronounced my own discovery What did he of tell it. you? Well, like, the, the, just the way he, he approached it, he, like, he took us back to where it came from and how it came from, from the, the orators in, in Greek, mm -hmm. how they would, they, mm. the, the whole point was to be able to speak correctly and articulately, but, but there was a way and a technique in which you would speak so that people would understand you and stay with you. There was a, there was like a, a, a you, it, it was like, um, the words were, language was an instrument that you would use. I like that. I love that I shit. I love that. I was like, what? And, 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 the, and, and the, way, the way he was like describing it and the way that he was saying that they would, yeah. they would approach it, it was almost like the same way that it seems to me that rappers approach uh, writing their lyrics. Mm -hmm. It's like this really like, you have to have a cadence to it. It has to be a whole way to approach it. And if you lose, you're like, like if you're not using that correctly, you'll lose the crowd. And that's not the point. The point is you have to maintain a certain, you have to maintain your articulation of the thought, but you have to make sure that it's able, the way you're delivering it, right. it's easy for the people to, to understand it. Right. And the way people understand things is if you can condense it into almost a musicality of it. That's what he did. He introduced mm. me to the musicality of, of, of just, of, not, not even poetry, just of writing. writing. Whoa. Yeah, because that's the that's the whole truth. Like, I mean, you you are an avid reader, right? Yeah. You you know, like you know when someone is writes better than another person. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. like, and then and then when when it, when you get somebody that's really good, it possesses you. You mm. start reading and you're in. You can't stop. <laughs> you right? can't put it down. Yeah, you can't put it down because it's because of the way he wrote it. Yeah. It's got you in its rhythm and you can't get out. But if somebody wow. who's not as 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 conscious of the way they write it. Mm -hmm. You can probably put it down a little better. You probably put it yeah. down a little easier. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it's that. When when did he like how old were you when he told you that? Oh, this is like 2014, 2015. Like three, four years ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was uh, it was great. That's amazing how he. I never heard that before. Like neither have writing, I. And I was like writing is like an instrument. I'm like, wow. I'm going to. I mean, and I feel like you probably have that intrinsically. I'm, how many books have you read? Like, how much books? Do I can't you tell you. Many? I can't tell you how many books. Read that many, right? Yeah, like See, I've lost count. That makes me. That makes me so happy. Like, yeah. like I don't know that many people that actually have read, read that many. Yeah. I'm gonna be legit. Even I haven't read that many. Like, well, I, I don't read like hella books, but I read enough. You read pretty consistently, like, yeah. though, right? Like I try to read more than three a month. More if I can. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, you realize how, like, massive amount that is? Yeah, but they're, like, different types, so it's not like I'm always reading, still like, reading. You, you know, know like, these long, big-ass, fat-ass books. Like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but still, you're still reading. You know, that the real yeah. interesting thing about reading is that when you're reading, your brain is processing it like it's, um, oh. it's processing it through uh, the eyes, yeah. but it's processing it like it's sound. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's weird. It's it's, it's um. It's and a, sound is vibration. It's a synesthesia so. when you read. Whoa. Can you elaborate on that? Like how it sounds like a how it's like a. Sound. From what I remember, the way it was described, it was it, so like when you're reading. Yeah. The way your brain perceives it, it perceive it, it translates the visual intake of the words mm -hmm. more like a like how you process me talking to you. So like, okay, so that makes sense. You know how you process yeah. like vibration of sound with uh -huh. your ears? Well, when you're reading, you're processing the light and um, the words right. as, if the, as if you're hearing them, but not through the ears. Okay, it's through the, the eyes. Yeah, through the eyes. That's it, interesting. It's, it's, a, interesting. It's, it's a weird mix that mm -hmm. happens there. Um, yeah, yeah. So, like, I, like, so you're like that muscle of doing that synesthesia. Mm -hmm. You got it, like. You flex on people. I'm <laughs> <laughs> weak. Flexing. Uh -huh. Okay. You flex on people. So that so so then it was this teacher who was I guess this is the really the, the push that sent you off into yeah making becoming a painter. Yeah, it was really just that because I always had it. Right. I just didn't know it was like like a thing you could actually yeah like do I could do. actually do in life. And wow. he was like, no, you got it. Right. And I was like. Like, you can do it. Yeah, because like even as a kid, I used to win like little contests for drawings, but I never thought much of it. I was just like, right. I just like to do it. Right. But he was really the one that was like, Nah, you could like, really do you it. Could really like, do yeah. it. Yeah. Wow. Like, you don't have to settle for anything less. Yeah. So shout out to him. Yeah, shout out to the teacher. He actually has like he's actually coming out with a children's book. Oh really? Yeah, he's constantly sends me like, but it's like comic book style. That's cool. And he constantly sending me like just little. Uh, sections of it. Yeah, it's very interesting because it's like dark, but it's a children's book. Oh, I know it sounds crazy. Okay, <laughs> it sounds crazy. I'm all dark, but I don't know. Children's uh, dark. Yeah, I yeah. Don't know. <laughs> but he's a character for sure. But because he used to be like this rock man. I don't know if I should be telling his information like that. But I mean, shout out to him. It's a conversation. Yeah, it's he fine. was very like. He's the reason why That's I'm awesome. doing what I'm doing today. What a character you find yourself. Uh, my writing teacher was a bit of a character. But <laughs> most writers are. I would say so. Thanks. Yeah, it's yes, a good thing. I'll take that. <laughs> so are like actors. Actors are very dramatic too. Yeah, but that's just like. You think so? Yeah. I've been attracted to 
and I'll take that back. You're right. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty dramatic. Pretty dramatic. <laughs> but so I fuck with it. When, when it comes to being an artist, what's your preferred medium when it comes to being a visual artist? Do you like to paint? Do you like, I like to paint. I like, like to paint um, more than anything? Yeah. I haven't really ventured outside of um, acrylic paint. Mm. Like, I've heard about oil paintings right. and, like, how how well the colors mix when you're painting with oils because it's just, like, it's, I don't know, they just mix it easier. Really well. yeah. yeah. But um, I've never actually, like, sat down and worked with them, like, right. on an actual piece. I've, like, messed around with them, but yeah. it's not, yeah. yeah um, use them. Watercolors, I like them, but they're not as pigmented, so uh -huh. that kind of bothers me because uh -huh. I really like color. Vibrant. Yeah. Right. Okay. I really like color. So as of now, it's just acrylic painting, but I do like working with markers and like okay. anything that just has color. Yeah. Yeah. And how long, you, when, when did you meet the teacher that really like got you doing it? Uh, when I was 16. I was 16. a junior in high school at Tempe High. Wow. Mm -hmm. Goddamn. Shout out. So what, that's what, six years now? More than that? No. Three years? It's like two. Two years? Two, three. Two, three years yeah. that you've been really, like, focused on painting? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Feels good. Yeah? Yeah. And then you got commissioned work, right? And everything. Yeah. As of late, I've been doing a lot of commissions. I usually don't like doing commissions because um, sometimes, <laughs> like, I'll be like, yeah, I'll do it. And then, like, I'm doing it. And then I'm like, wow, I really don't want to do this. But I already said I will. And I already got the money. So <laughs> I have right. to do it. Yeah, to do it. Yeah, yeah. but... Um, so I don't like being told what to paint or like, or sometimes when people like tell me like, oh, you should do this, you should do that. It's like, I'm not going to do it, but right. I appreciate the input or whatever, right. you know, because um, I feel like artists don't, shouldn't really care what people want to see. Like, just do it's what true. you want to do, you know, yeah. you're an artist for a reason. It's very true. Um, but yeah, as of late, I've been doing a lot of commission work um, mm -hmm. just to keep busy, improve yeah. my, my skills somewhere or the other, like. Yeah, it's always practice at the end of the day. It's very true. It's a good way to look at it. Yeah. It's a very good way to look at it. It's always experimenting with like new ways to do stuff. Do you have a, uh, do you have um, idols? I guess. Uh, for painting. painting? Yeah. yeah. Um, of course, Frida Kahlo. Frida Kahlo. She's just a big one for me. Yeah. Um, Cause she's Mexican like me, and she just went through a lot of hardships. But no matter what, she never stopped painting. Yeah. It didn't matter what was going on. And she's yeah. been through some shit, for you real. know. So, she's a big influence on me, um, just because I feel like I can relate to her. Right. Um, I like, I like Takashi, the Takashi. one with the flowers, and like, oh, he's I from, I don't know who that is. He's, you don't? I don't know, I might not. It doesn't sound super familiar. Uh, you don't know like the, the Murakami flowers? Uh-huh. They're, they're like, they have the little smiley faces, and then um, each petal is a different color. Maybe. That sounds real familiar. But he I'm just not. did uh, Kanye West and Kid Cudi's cover to Kids Oh, he did that. Yeah, he's oh, the art, he's him. the artist that did the cover. Okay. I really like his work because. Okay. It, it's different. It's yeah. Just oh, a lot. It's like sure. you really have to look at it and look at the like miniature details to be like, right. whoa, he really took his time with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like David Choi. Uh, I like. Uh, My mind goes blank. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good. You named yeah. enough. enough. That's good, though. Uh, you have you have things that, that, that there's people that influence you in that, yeah. that kind of aspect. 
do you, have you been enjoying this, this, this process this of being journey. an artist? Yeah. yeah, I really have. It's yeah. opened a lot of doors yeah. that I didn't even know were there. And wow. it's just like, I get that. Ever since I started painting, I've been meeting all types of people, all types right. of, been to all, like, just seen a lot of things that I didn't, would never have imagined had it not been for this. Like, right. you know, I could have been, I could have been so, doing something completely different. Mm-hmm. I would have never met you, for yeah. example, had it not been through, like, art. So Entirely. it's just, it's a blessing yeah. um, to just be able to, like, meet new people and experience new things simply because you're a painter or an artist or mm-hmm. a creative in general. Yeah. So I'm, I can say I'm blessed to be doing this. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Are you going to school right now or no? No. No. Although I, I always tell myself I probably will go back. Yeah. Um, as of right now, I'm just really trying to put a lot of focus on painting because it's what I really want to do. Yeah. But you know, some stuff doesn't work out. So if it doesn't work out, school's always there. It's always right. an option. Um, on top of that, I do want to get into psychology because I'm really interested, like, in how the brain works and yeah, how it processes information or why people do the way, do the things that they do or. Right why they think the way they think. Right. Because um, I like to think that I have a very different way of thinking or like processing information. Mm-hmm. So I get interested with how other people think. Like I would want to see how you like process information or, right. you know, my mom processes information or something, right. you know? So if I do go back to school, I would want to do it for psychology. If not that, I'll be like a teacher or something. Yeah. Art teacher? <laughs> I don't know if I'll be an art teacher. I don't know, she's um, a teacher. I, I want to be like an English teacher where really? you're like reading books and then like write an essay about really whatever. yeah it's so <laughs> random you got you got some like you're like in everything I respect that what's um since like you're really an avid reader what's a book that you really like you're glad you read it and oh my god <laughs> it's good it might sound like very like cliche because a lot of people have read this book and but I love this book because once I read it, it like changed my perspective on everything. Uh-huh. And it was um, The Alchemist. Glorious. Yeah. Glorious. That book, when I read I read it three times. Wow. <laughs> for no reason. Wow. Well, not for no reason. So the first time I read this it. This good. Yeah, the first time I read it was because I was just looking for good books to read. And right. then I um, was just looking at Google, like, good books to read. Right. And that book came out. And mm. then I read, like, the reviews. And I became really interested. So I went and checked it out. I read it. I really liked it. Mm. And then uh, going into my senior year of high school, my uh, English teacher made us read it like as a project. Wow. So I was like, oh, I already read this. I'll get to read it again. Yeah, yeah. But this time we had like class discussions and we would have Talk to write about, about it. it. Yeah, so I was like, I went into even more depth about God, it. Yeah, I was like, whoa, I didn't catch that the first time. Right. And then um, the last time I just read it to just like really just get it engraved in my head. Like, That's awesome. You know? <laughs> but... It's a very meaningful book to me because in the book, like, you know, you have the character and he's kind of just going through this journey where he really doesn't know what he's doing. You read it, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, he doesn't know what he's doing, but he he wants to, like, just travel and just, yeah. And so he just does it. Mm -hmm. He just does, like, he drops everything and he does it. And although he doesn't know exactly what he's doing, he just goes by decoding the the language of the universe. Yeah. He goes by like meeting this pe- person and meeting these people and um, looking at the signs of the universe mm-hmm. to help him guide them. And I think that's beautiful because mm-hmm. quite frankly, no one knows what the fuck they're doing. I don't care if you're 
the smartest person in the world, you're going to doubt yourself sometimes, like, what do I do now, you right. know? So, I think that book really changed my perspective on things. I agree 100%. Yeah. That book, that book was an interesting book, because for me, I was, I have this tendency of, like, coming to, like, a realization within myself, yeah. and then that realization has a tendency of showing up externally, mm-hmm. without me saying much, or, like, doing it just comes across my like my tendrils of information gathering and now the alchemist falls into that category yeah and and the alchemist is actually the very book i was thinking when i said when you can tell when there's good writing and bad writing exactly because that book is the book that if you start reading it it doesn't it doesn't let you put it down because of how it's written it's like it takes you it takes journey. you with it and you have no <laughs> choice but to go through it and it's a hell of a book um it's really good it's it's a really good book I i'm really glad you said it. that because yeah. like most like spiritual books are you know like you know books like that that help you with yourself um they're usually like very straightforward like yeah you have to do this you have to right. but that one kind of took it a different no, direction it just, it took it, it, instead of instead of talking directly to you it's just like it just showed you an example. Exactly. And Through that, like fictionist story. Yeah, fictionist story. yeah. And it, that's, uh, if that's, that's like the best. <laughs> she bumped her knee on the table, guys. Um, the, she, uh, the way, yeah, we learn by example more than anything. So like, yeah. like spiritual, like even like self-help books and shit. They yeah. like, they're like, almost in a sense, accusing and demanding of you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in the alchemist, it's like, you don't even exist. But here's a story. Well, here's a story. A fun little story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, there was an artist. He's now in L.A., but he was in, in Tucson for a while. He made, a, he made an album. The album was called uh, The Boy Who Spoke to the Wind. And it was essentially the whole album was uh, inspired by the alchemist. Wow, I got to listen to that. It's a good album. I got to listen it's to it. It's a really good album. Uh, what is his name? His name is Lando Chill. I know too. Yeah, I had him on the podcast and he was oh, a cool, cool guy. Real cool guy. Definitely check it out. Yeah, yeah. That sounds really interesting. It's a real good book and and I mean real good album, a real good book. <laughs> and like one like the first music video he does, he has the book with him. Like, like Oh, that's so cool. Showing off the book and shit. Because he, he as well was was um impacted by that book in the same type of way, I guess you and I were. Yeah. And um I think a lot of people were. Because even Will Smith says you should read that book yeah and it's one of like the must reads every time people ask me like what should i read i'm like anything. And it's it's good because that book is so it's so easy to read yeah it's like it's interesting it's fun to read it's not like it doesn't have all these big words where you're like what did i just read right 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 <laughs> it's just simple simple and straightforward mm-hmm. exactly freaking out I was going to say something. The, the, the fact, the reason, one of the reasons I think that The Alchemist works so well is because it's an archetype. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, it's, it, it follows the basic formula, formula of, the, of the hero's journey. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's connected to like Joseph Campbell and the, and the Wow, I love Joseph Campbell. And, do you? Yes. Well, what what books have you read of this? Okay, so this is really weird. My best friend, when I was like in seventh grade, eighth grade, so uh-huh. I was like 13, 14, uh-huh. she was reading these type of books. What? And now, yeah, she would tell me all the time. Shout out to Brianna. Anyways, wow. she would, bro, she was like a very deep person. <laughs> Holy and shit. she was like, 
girl, you got to read this book. And I was like, what is it? And she's like, it just talks about like myths and the power of mythology. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, you know, fuck? I think it's going to be like it's, some interesting like. What's a 13 year old doing with a book like Thank that? you. That's what I was <laughs> like. like what's hey, happening? Bitch, like. God damn. And then she, she had like this big me. one. Ahead of the curve, goddamn. Bro, that's what I was saying. <laughs> she had like this big ass book that yeah. he wrote, and um, she let me borrow it. Yeah. And so I tried reading it, and I, was, I didn't understand nothing it was talking right. about. I was like, What was happening? Yeah, I was like, Girl, I can't read this. Like, thank you for the recommendation, but no, I didn't understand nothing I read. She's like, You did it? And I was like, No. And she's like, Oh my god. And so. <laughs> Whatever, you know, I dropped it. I was God like, damn. I'm not ever going to... What book was it? I don't even remember that's the thing. But it was... It's a big book by him. And it's yeah. like... It has pictures and... I don't know. Okay. I'm pretty sure if you Google it, it'll probably pop up. Right, um, right. But yeah, she told me about him a long time ago. Mm. 7th, 8th grade. That's crazy. Crazy, right? So, I didn't cross him again until... Earlier this year. Interesting. I was in the library and I was just looking for books to read. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I saw his name. Like, I just saw it on the spine of a book. And I was like, Joseph Campbell. And I was like, whoa. So I just grabbed the book and I just read the first couple of pages. And I was like, this is interesting enough. So I checked it out. Yeah. And it was um, it was a book, the Myths to Live By, by Joseph Campbell. Myths to Live By. Yeah. And I just read it. And I understood more of it than when I was 13. Right. And didn't, <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. And so I read it and I was like, wow, I got a little more of it, you know, right. of like what he's trying to get at. Right. And I just had this, like, newfound uh, respect for him because he's just a very innovative thinker. He takes you to, like, a new place where mm. you would... Like, he questions religion. It's a different which perspective. Is, yeah, which people are afraid to do mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Um, right. And he just questions everything. And I think that's beautiful because mm. you should question everything. Entirely. I think, yeah... So the reason why people, in my opinion, the reason why people are afraid to question religion is because religion is the ground they find themselves standing on. Facts. So like to question it is to like not only to lose your ground, but to be disoriented and not know what is up and what is down. That's very true. So it's very deep why people don't question religion. Yeah. But you're right. It's better to, it, you, it, you have to, I was talking about this in the last podcast a little bit. There's this need to believe in something, but at the same time, not to hold on to it yeah. or grasp it. Because if you do that, that's fanaticism. Fanaticism. Yeah. You come I like fanatic. that word. Oh, right. You like it. The more you know. Um, and, um, and, you know, and you become a fanatic in that way. But you, but the only, you have to, it's like almost maintaining this, uh, this void within you. Mm-hmm. While you have to develop something to fill it up, but realize that it'll only fill up for a little bit and you have to let it go once, once it's served its purpose. Yeah. It's very, it's a process of uh, a small, it's a small debt. I feel like everything in life is like that. Entirely. You shouldn't try to hold on to anything. You can't. Just have it. All of life right there. Yeah. Let it serve its purpose and then just let it go. Yeah. And that's beautiful. That's, a, that's all of life right there. And yeah. that's, that's, why, that's why Joseph Campbell's whole, like, whole shtick was so, it's so prevalent. At least for me, it was very prevalent because of how his perspective on mythology and mm-hmm. how it's 
all of the stories we're telling ourselves follow the same guidelines. Same script. Yeah. And this whole script is derived from life itself. Yeah. So like, if you if you can get what they're conveying on a deeper level and at the surface clothing or decorations of said stories, then you would understand something deeper of life itself. Exactly. You know. He um refers to us as like masks. Like our human masks. bodies are like masks. Are like masks. Like covering like the soul or you know, like this right. is not me, like right. me as a person. No, right. It's not me. Right. It's a mask. Mm. And he just um brings up a lot about just learning how to remove that mask. Yeah. At times. Right. And just like looking deeper into stuff. Like not just trusting everything that you hear just because right. it comes from a reliable source or whatever. Right. You know? But yeah, I really respect him and the way he thinks and So what was uh what was that book specifically about? Because I haven't heard of that book. I know What like, you were saying, you know, just like yeah. myths and yeah. like he gets into details about like the story of Adam and Eve and how um you know, like he necess- he just questions it. He's like, is it even like true that that happened, or right. why? What makes it such a a story that people constantly tell over and over again? And mm. why is it so like? Why is it just just put on us so heavily? Like right. Adam and Eve is a reason why what's we're with, like this. You know, what's with the staying power? Yeah, right. like and so he just like questions it and just goes a little deeper into what makes it even like realistic in the first place mm-hmm. like that sounds kind of like childish that a snake is going to talk to you until you eat the apple and right. you eat it and right. then you just fuck over all of humanity right. like <laughs> so he's just kind of like and you know it may offend some people because that's they, what they believe and they haven't been taught anything different they right. just stand by it because it's just grounded in them right. but he makes you kind of open your eyes to a little bit more than the, just that, and then goes to say, well, you know, the Greek, the Greek, uh, Greek mythology goes with like gods and like Zeus and Poseidon and all these. It's like what's to say that their stories aren't true, mm-hmm. um, just because you're dealing with like higher gods, you know? Right. So he just kind of goes in depth with different mythologies and different religions and different right. uh, groups of people. Yeah. And kind of compares them all, ties them in, and then also just like shows you the differences. Right. But at the end, just lets you know that it's all like going with the same, same flow. flow. So it's kind of like same structure. all his all his books have like the same kind of thing. Yeah, but yeah. he just goes into different topics on each. So I guess this one was just like okay. I don't know. This one was just That's about cool. different myths and different uh, groups. Yeah. Like Christianity, right. Catholics. And Jesus and Virgin Mary. Right. Yeah. Interesting. While, while you were mentioning that story of like um, right. Adam and Eve and everything like that, it reminded me of uh, something I talked about with with the last guest that I had on, and it, how um, how in the culture we ended up we how sins uh, first I, I described it in one way where I was like sins get passed down. Because we don't stop them from being passed down, and then mm-hmm. you can translate that into like, like, just basic habits. Yeah. And habits, habits get passed down by per, from a person to person. Generations even. Yeah, generations even, and these are the things that. And we were talking along the lines of like, um, how, um, how should I say this? Um, sexism. 
has been mm. prevailing yeah. and like allowed itself to exist and like we just went on well like we've allowed it to exist we never stopped it it's just something of a perpetual cycle that we never really stop, stop to it yeah. you know and like and, and yeah and that, that, I, I think that's that's what the Adam and Eve is sort of alluding to mm-hmm. like we have the ability to like we have the ability to pass on things to the next generation yeah. but more than more things that are more ethereal than like than like um, possessions right. which is habits and maybe even thoughts and ideas and stuff like that mm-hmm. I think that's what it was alluding to more than anything which is probably why it's, it's it has such staying power because mm-hmm. it's so because it's so it can be widely interpreted interpreted it but all the interpretations point to something that are this useful. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's my perspective. And I don't know how. That's interesting. Good yeah. That yeah. No, that's that sounds about right, honestly. Because, right. yeah, I do find that a lot of, just generation by generation, you just get passed down all this information. Mm-hmm. And people would believe different things because people have different families and different origins and roots and stuff like as for me I grew up Catholic um, Mm -hmm. in a Catholic household where you know you have figures like the Virgin Mary who are like looked upon or just Jesus you know Mm -hmm. Um, and it points more towards them than um, God you know it's more about you know people like us like humans flesh whatever Um, and so yeah whereas like other religions like they'll they like look up to Buddha and you know just this and different that, perspe- so. perspectives on that yeah. kind of thing. Different habits. Did, did you did beliefs. you how, were you really religious when you were younger? No, not really. No. Um, <laughs> I had an uncle who was uh, a Jehovah Witness. Okay. Him and his mom, they were like heavy on it, and they um they would do Bible studies, right? And so I became kind of interested in it because like they would um they would we would read the Bible. Uh-huh. And then we would also read the child stories, you know. The, have you uh, read the book of the child stories? Oh, I think it's I like have. for children. Yeah, it's yeah, a children's yeah, book the, of the, the Bible ch- stories. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 And I found the stories to be really interesting, like yeah. with all the plagues that Same. were put upon the people and just Same. Noah's Ark and really? the whale and, you know, all those right. different stories. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when I was young, I kind of just sat down with them, um, not necessarily to be a Jehovah Witness, but just to learn, you know, about the Bible and the yeah. stories. And, yeah. Uh, we would sit down every Saturday morning and just um, have a Bible study. And then uh, it started to get to a point where they were kind of like pushing the religion on me. Like, mm-hmm. you had to be a Jehovah Witness. And I was like, it's not that deep. Like, I just wanted, no, <laughs> I just just wanted, wanted to learn. To, no. Yeah. What's going on? So that's like probably the closest I've came to being like going to like really just religion, you know? Because I would go to church with them and stuff. And I was like, okay. <laughs> No more. I don't want to do no more. Uh, <laughs> oh. That's commitment to your curiosity right there. Yeah, because at that respect. point, I was like, okay, no more. <laughs> Mad respect. I think um, that's the definition of curiosity kills the cat. I think that's yeah, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> so at that point, I was just kind of like, okay, that's funny. no more. You that's, can't come to my house no more. That's funny. <laughs> Shout out to my uncle. Um, but yeah, oh, that just whole experience was... It was it was nice though. It was yeah. memorable. Um, and then it made me learn a lot about God and just like the force that comes with it. Right. Um, yeah. 
That's the closest I came cool. to being like religious no, or religious going to church. Everything. Your family never, your family is We didn't really go to church. No. Oh. Uh, okay. We don't really go to church. But like my dad, he's, um, he believes heavily in God and he prays every day for like 30 minutes. Wow. Like every day before work, he gets up a little ahead of time. Wow. Prays. And you can hear him like, I'll be up painting or something. He'll be like wow. speaking and just talking to God for like 30 minutes straight yeah. and then goes to work. And I think it's beautiful. What I think. practice. Right? Every day. He, he's a good man, yeah. and we're just there, like, and I feel like that's a reason why our family can be considered really blessed in situations, just because mm-hmm. I feel like we have a lot of faith and just, mm-hmm. yeah. Respect. There. My, yeah. Da- my dad would probably say the same thing. Yeah. So my dad's, like, along the same lines and everything. He, like, prays every day. Yeah, he'll, like, he'll find himself, he'll be, in the, like, by himself at the house in the morning studying his, his, what he calls, I guess, his spiritual work and stuff. So yeah. Like, yeah, see? Like, yeah. really devoting your time to it. I can, yeah. res- I can totally respect that. Entirely. Um, Entirely. Yeah. Pointing and talking sort of about questions and everything. Did you ever have uh, imaginary friends or fantasies <laughs> that you would, you, like, that you would tell yourself when you were little just to pass the time? Yeah. Yeah. What were they? Um... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I always kind of just, I don't want people to think I'm crazy, but Best. it happens. Go. I just, <laughs> he said, go. I kind of just would like uh, talk to myself, but like figure that someone's there. Because you're a kid, you know? Yeah, so you yeah. just like, you go along with whatever's in your head because you have just, just like, kids have imaginations out of this world. Yeah. So, of course, you know, sometimes, um, I grew up around boys, okay. like all the time. And sometimes I felt like I didn't want to do what they wanted to do. They were, like, over there wrestling and just being boys. And I was like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I was like, you guys are boring. Like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> um, so I would go do whatever I had to do. But I'm, like, the only girl there mm-hmm. in my age group, so I couldn't. Right. You know, I didn't really have anyone, so I was just kind so of like. by yourself. Yeah, so I would kind of just have imaginary friends and do what I had to do. Have full conversations yeah. with yourself. And just, yeah. Best. <laughs> I still have full conversations with myself. It's cool. I'm glad you said that because I do too. Yeah. And I don't want people to think I'm crazy, but no, I don't know it's life. It. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like talking about it is better than just thinking about it. Especially like right. when I have ideas, yeah. I like to just say them. I'll like be in my room and I just have an idea. I'm like, oh my God. And I'll, yeah. I'd rather just speak it than to like let it just sit in my head. Right. Or I'll write it down, but um, yeah, yeah. more often than not, I'll just speak it to just get it out there. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then next thing you know, I'm like developing a whole, you know, conversation, like a whole meeting conference with myself about (laughs) the idea. (laughs) You got the CEO, you got the CFO, and it's just me and board members and shit. It's just me and like different costumes. That's what it is. That would ain't that the fucking truth? Uh, (laughs) Sometimes all those motherfuckers are agreeing. Procrastination is the word. Yes. While you're screaming in the corner, like, no, that's not what we're supposed to be doing. That's not what we're doing. That's not the game plan. Mm -hmm. And more often than not, it leads to procrastination. Fuck procrastination. It's like my down. It's my, like, uh, what is it called? Is it the knee or the Achilles? Achilles heel. Yeah, Achilles heel. I said the knee. (laughs) Achilles heel. Don't worry about it. That's what it is. The same, same goddamn problem. It's pretty bad. But I think it's just it's just something we gotta get like we gotta train. There's a great yeah. book actually, uh, 
fantastic book. It's called The War <gasps> of Art. Art. Ben. By Stephen Pressfield. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. See, you already um, read it. Why the yeah. fuck am I even talking about it? Like, it doesn't even matter. Uh, and he talks about like resistance, resistance. and just yeah. getting off your ass and yeah. doing it. Yeah. The, yeah. When did you read it? Earlier this year, in like February. That's so great. And you know what's funny is I wasn't even trying to read that book. I was trying to read um the the, the War. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was trying to read that book, and I ended up reading. The, the flip, yeah, yeah. And I was like, this is better though. Way better. Yeah, I, so I feel like good. it was meant. I was meant to read this one instead. Entirely. No, yeah. that, one, that one's great. I feel like I should read it again. It's new. Yeah, it, I have it on on my phone. Oh yeah, as a PDF. But I don't really like reading PDFs. But I don't like reading PDFs. You know, either. if it if I have to do what I have to do. Right. <laughs> if I have to read, I'm gonna good read. for you. Yeah. Good for you. I always stop myself. It's like if it's not a book, I'm not reading. Like that's 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 like I yeah. Can't. I feel like that's what helps me read a lot more that the fact that i don't yeah. have a physical thing but a physical is way better than yeah because you could actually like something about i feel like when i read off a screen it doesn't it just doesn't work out like literally it doesn't work out my brain the same i would agree yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it, not the same actually there's actually some somebody I, I i heard this somewhere where like the sensory input of a book is much less than a phone screen so the phone screen, you're getting a whole bunch of like, you're a whole bunch of senses aroused right. by the screen. But when you have a book, all you have is the weight of the book, and then the very just the, the light words. reflecting off of the book. Ah. That's it. And that. And days you have. You have the whole so library. You got things moving. A notification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, just okay. like a lot of things. And then the, just the way that the the screen is designed, it's meant to make the brain like fire. Dopamine. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, it's there's a lot more going on. When looking at screen. Okay, yeah. You know? That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that I which think is why I'm like, I'm like, fuck the phone in the book. <laughs> so, so, yeah, no, I can't. I can't, I can't be going in that route. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I was, was going to tell you something. What was I going to mentioning fantasies, imagination? <laughs> I lost it. God damn. Oh, God. man, God damn. It's gone. I don't know what I was going to tell you, dude. I don't know what I was going to say. It's okay. Say? It'll come back, maybe. I'm so, so sad about it. No, it's probably not gonna come back. But yeah, the world of art is great, mostly for procrastination. Um, it's, a, it's a good way to get your ass kicked, and it's just like it's it. It really is. I feel like, in all honesty, society is suffering from the worst case of procrastination ever. Ever. Yes. <laughs> and it's because we have this and the internet and all types of gadgets to like distract like, us. It's not even that. We're you distracting. That? We're, we're distracting ourselves. How so? Well, it's just a simple choice. Mm. The phone, it's not the phone's fault that I'm distracted. I'm using it's the phone to distract myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, and, and quite frankly, I have to use that logic because using that other logic that you, that you yeah, say. Yeah, you put the blame you on put, Not only do you put the blame, but you give it all the power. You do. You can't yes. give it all the power. No, you have to give the power to you, which means you have to, you have to look at yourself like truthfully and be like, I'm fucking up. <laughs> you gotta take responsibility yeah, for take, your bullshit. For your bullshit, yeah. Yeah. Because if you like give all your bullshit to the goddamn phone, to any other thing that you can think outside of yourself, it becomes a habit. It becomes not only a habit, but you're you, you become weaker by it. Yeah, for it sure. It weakens you. For sure. And so you have to you have to be careful with that. Wow. You have to be careful yeah. with that. 
So like, yeah. So like, but I do agree that procrastination is like taking over the world. Yeah, I know, entirely, entirely. But <laughs> it's it, the evil it, villain. It's fine. Well, like, it's, it's just, it's just, it's, it's, we have to get out of our own way. It's hard. It That's true. It's just that we don't want to deal with the responsibility that me that it means to save the world is too much. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> yeah. 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 There's this funny. I was listening to something. Uh, somebody was a. Uh, they, they were talking about the first time they ever meditated. Mm. And he thought it was bullshit. And he was like, what? Meditating? What the fuck? I yeah. whatever. And so, like, he went and tried it. And apparently it worked so well for him that mm. he, like, he encountered a voice that Whoa. said, you can't save the world, but you can help. And then he just came back sort of, like, scared. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Shook as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I thought that line was great. That, like, because it's true. You can't, you can't save the world, but you can help. Yeah. I and definitely... And can't save the world. No, nobody no. can save the world, you know. I feel like it, it's meant to be chaotic, and it's... Also... I don't think it will ever be, like, peaceful where everyone's, like, a utopian world. Yeah. It's a... So, what I believe can happen is a heterotopia. Elaborate? A heterotopia. A heterotopia is um, just everything is sort of just allowed. It's okay. almost akin... This is probably a crude way of describing it, but I guess it's sort of akin to, like, anarchy. But Okay. Nah, I, I don't feel like I can see how that could happen. I could feel. I feel like that's not correct, but yeah, it's um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a thought. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's not impossible. Yeah. Most yeah. of the time, when like people try to bring, uh, fucking, what's it called, utopia into the world, uh-huh. they bring a lot of hell. Yeah, they, they bring, really do. They bring a lot of hell. It's kind of like it's not good. Hitler, what he was trying to do, he yeah. was like trying to have like. Everyone look the same. Everyone do the same thing. Yeah. But he's trying to do this by getting rid of everyone who doesn't look like that. Right. And it's just like, okay, you're kind of, you're not helping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're creating geno- genocide. It's entirely. So. Entirely. Speaking, but, on, speaking on ideas like that, or not even that, just ideas in general, what, what motifs do you find yourselves playing with the most when it comes to your paintings? What inspires you to paint? My own head, like whatever just goes in here. Bad. Nature is a big inspiration for me. Nice. I think nature is like the biggest source of inspiration for anyone. Um, well, not for anyone because some people aren't inspired by nature. But Some people are just deaf to it. Yeah, but I feel like for me it's just a big source of inspiration. Like, nice. Um, what else? Uh, just personal events that happen. I feel like I'll get inspired by something that happened in my life and be like, to paint about this <laughs> awesome. um, or just draw about it or something yeah, yeah. Um, what else movies okay. music there's a lot of things that inspire me yeah, but life inspire you. main main yeah life yeah. Yeah. yeah life myself and nature you're gonna say you're gonna say something main, mainly what mainly myself mainly my yourself. head that's like, great I just think that's, of stuff and that, I'm like like I, I can work with this yeah. <laughs> like, you're just like hanging I out I think this I get that. That's actually how my my poems come about. I remember yeah, sometimes I just have like a line mm-hmm. in my head and and then I'm like, all right, I like this line. Let's see what yeah. happens. And I'll sit down and write it. And then my brain starts going, here's the next line. And then I start writing the Do rest of it. Do you ever feel like you're not in control of what you're writing? Uh, something like else? You know, sometimes, sometimes there's moments where it's like, yeah, like it's not even me. Like all yeah. I'm doing is recording it. But then there's other times where it's like, I'm dancing with it, like, like, mm-hmm. um, 
most of my poems have been like I'm just dancing with it because I'll, I'll write the line that I, it had for me and then I'll just sit there with it and be like, mm, and I'll think about it and give it almost some time and be like, mm-hmm. come on, come on. And then, I'll, and then finally I'll be like, oh, I got another line. Mm-hmm. I think of it. But sometimes it's like it's a real struggle to like get it out. But like most of the time I'll get them out. And right. there's moments where I'll catch a stride in the middle of like one of these like tough ones uh-huh. or like it was just like one line after the other. But then I'll stop. And I'm like, fuck, it's not done. Not done. Where do I go? <laughs> you know? And, and so, and so, yeah, it, it's, um, sometimes, yeah, it's just, it comes through you. But other times, it, most of the time, it feels like a, a, a tug in a pool. Yeah. You know, it's like, relatable. It's a, like a simple, like, like the ocean coming in and out. Yeah. You know? I like that. Yeah. yeah. That's a good metaphor. Thank I, you. um. I often find myself, like, once I'm done with the painting, I'll just stare at it, and I'll hate it. I'll be like, this is ugly. I hate it. Why did I make this? <laughs> and then, like, I'll just let it sit in my room, and I'll just, like, glance over it. Sometimes I'll even hide it from myself just so like, I won't look at it. <laughs> That's deep. Like, yeah, because I just don't want to look at it. But then, yeah, like, yeah. a couple of days pass, or maybe some weeks, and then I look at it again. I'm like, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. And then, it like... Yeah, and then like I'll actually hang it up, so I'm looking at it every day. Right. I'm like it's really not that bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then um, next thing you know, I just don't want to let it go. Right. But that's okay. So cool. That happens more often than not, where I just completely just create a hot mess of trash, and I'm like, I hate it, <laughs> only to end up really enjoying it. Wow. Yeah. That's I don't know. So interesting. I don't know if that says um, anything about me or my work, but <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I, I, that's like. I don't know, cause like when you when you when you when you're a creator, I have a, I have a way of looking. As a creator, I have a way of looking at my creations as my kids. Yeah. And um, but but I'm like full on like whatever I feel I feel mostly because it's not like a real kid, you know. So like, so like most of the time when I write my poems, I'm like, all right, I fuck with it. Like mm-hmm. it was exciting. What the thing is is like I, it's almost like I'm freestyling on a page. Mm-hmm. So like. I'm hype. Right. Just because I'm like, I'm making something. Right. I'm on it. I'm like, doing it. I'm good. And, and then I'll finish and I'll be like, that. I'm happy. And like, you know, whatever. And then like, I'll look back and that's when it's like, I know when a poem is like, like, that's my yeah, shit. Like that's it. Right. That's almost when page. I'm finishing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a, the other poems where I thought they were like fucking great. And then I go back and I was like, oh, this is a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking gross. Uh, and then there's a <laughs> the, the, there's another there's like other times where I'm like I'm like whatever about the poem and shit, mm-hmm. and like I'll leave I'll leave the poem. I was happy I made it, but I'll, I'll leave the poem like eh, whatever, and I'll go back to it. And that one's that one's more varying. Like I can go back to it and be like yes or or like nah. It's actually that worse. happens a lot. I'll start a painting and then I'll kind of just leave it there, and then I'll come back to it a couple weeks later. Yeah. And then I'll like add more to it, and then I'll leave it alone, and then I'll come back, and then. That's awesome. I mean, I would say that really slows down the process for me. Um, like, uh, at the moment, I was really hit um, by Mac Miller's death. Like, it yeah. hit me hard, um, and I, mean, I felt it, 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 it put me in a very like gloomy mood. Where I was just right. like, why, why, you know? Yeah. So um, I'm making a portrait of him just because I want to get those feelings out. Course. But I didn't like how it was coming out, mm. you know, so I started all over mm. and then I started again And right now it's just um, I have everything done except for his face Like I can't mm. get it right and that's something I struggle with is faces and really portraying um, 
a face how it is. But then I think about it, and I'm like, well, maybe I'm not supposed to portray it exactly how it is. Maybe I'm supposed to. You can portray it. Yeah, like maybe it's my style. Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm just kind of, it's just sitting there. Right. And um, I'm almost done with it, but it's kind of like, I just look at it, and I'm like, I don't don't really know what direction I want to take it. Right. You know, so it's just sitting there, and it's. You got to slay that dragon, dude. I know, <laughs> but I, I'm like stuff. working on like five other things, so it's oh, kind of like okay. hard to just like. <laughs> you're right. You're right. No, about two other things. I'm guessing you have financial, like those are the like things you're getting. Yeah, paid like for. getting paid for. Yeah, so, no, go ahead. Yeah. And that, so I have to like get those out the way. Yeah. But I'm just staying at it, and it's like I want to work on it because it's an emotion that I'm feeling right now, and it's so strong right. on me because you know I grew up on Mac Miller's music. It's just uh-huh. he was there through my high school stuff, you know. Yeah. And just, um, it's a way of remembering him or just, you know, in my, in my sense, I'm an artist, I paint. So mm-hmm. it's like my, my way of saying thank you and right. may you rest in peace, yeah. you know, in a way. Mac, Mac Miller's death was, that shit was crazy. Yeah, that shit hit me hard. I was that like, shit was crazy. I'm not going to lie. I was watching like performances the other day, like live performances. And like I shed a couple of tears and I was like, oh, You're not the only one. Too soon. I know, too I know soon. a couple of people like Mike, the one you met right yeah. now. He cried too. Shout out. You, you cry too. It's okay to cry. I mean, yeah, entirely. Like it's 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 it's, it's, it's a, like I even like I even had that feeling in my throat and like that lump. Yeah, that yeah. lump, and I was just like, it's not like I'm a huge fan of Mac. I just respected his work. I respected yeah. who he was. He was he always, an artist. He always seemed like a cool guy, in my opinion. And like, just like to to see that he died, I was just like, what do you mean he's dead? Like, yeah, I like I didn't want to believe it. I, I couldn't was believe like, it. I couldn't believe it why at you, all. Why are you lying to me? <laughs> yeah, I was just like, no, he's about to tweet. Be like, nah, I'm alive, guys. Yeah, like, like about? he's about to drop a single. Like He's the, about to go on tour. The whole day, I was like, nah, this ain't. And, that's, and the, thing, the thing that perplexed me was like, I was getting affected by it when, again, I wasn't that Big much of a, of a fan. fan or nothing. Like, I fucked with swimming. Like, swimming was cool and shit. But like, I, really I was like, that album. It's a good album, yeah. But it's not. But again, he wasn't like one of my like, like top five. My top five. You know, yeah. he was like I like he was he was he was uh yeah. I had my eye on him, but his death was just like what do you mean he's Whoa, dead? Like, yeah. What? No, he's not supposed to be dead. Like that's that's a glitch, homie. That's it's a glitch in the simulation. Yeah, no, it's a glitch. <laughs> Somebody fix it. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was pretty intense. Yeah. It's pretty intense. And then to see Twitter, like, to see the whole community, like... Just being affected. Yeah. And I think it's, honestly, it's, like, the first death to really just, like, hit me. Like, X, X, when he died, um, mm-hmm. it hit me. I was, it didn't hit me hard, hard, but it hit me to the point where I was, like, damn. Mm-hmm. Like, X, like, you know, but it wasn't, like, I didn't cry. I didn't, like, mm-hmm. feel deep about it. But Mac, on the other hand, when, it, when I found out, I was, like, no, like... Yeah. No, no, no. Like, it was just, like, the word no was just in my head. Right. Like, repeatedly, like, no, be. no way. Like, it this is unreal. Be. Like, why are you lying to me right, right. now? Right. And next thing you know, it's true. Wow. And I think, like, the first time I saw the headline, because I was at work, and when Same. I heard about it, and Same. when I saw, like, the official headline mm-hmm. on, like, the website, like, just news sources, yeah. my heart just dropped. I was like, yeah. oh, it's true. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. I couldn't. I could, so, I shout out Mac Miller. I couldn't see it. Yeah, shout out Mac Miller. You're not, you weren't the only one that did that shit. Yeah, for sure. It was crazy. It was crazy to see him go like that. But his legacy will live on. Entirely. Like, it kind of reminds me of the movie, uh, the movie Coco. Coco? Yeah. Have you really? seen it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cause you because you know how like, 
you have to be like in order to like stay alive you, stay have, alive. To just, you have to be remembered exactly and i feel like you definitely will be remembered for a very very long time yeah so he did it he did he will be alive for he did years. what the the bad guy in that movie did but he did it in a good way yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Is his name ernesto I think so. I don't remember. Like, fuck him. Yeah, he doesn't, his name doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. Yeah, asshole. let's forget like, it. We don't remember <laughs> the asshole's names. It's like we don't say, we don't say the, the, the person's name. Like from Harry Potter, we don't say the V word. Like, like it's the same <laughs> shit. It's the same shit. You don't say the bad guy's name. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, entirely. He's, he's he will be remembered, and he will. He, he's had an impact. Oh, for sure. That guy had an impact. He seems so nice. It's so crazy. I still and I was like so sorry, and I was gonna meet him in life. I was like, I can't wait to meet him. <laughs> wow, wow. I I know somebody else who was uh, was like really excited. She uh, she runs a blog and she also like does a Tucson hip hop festival, mm-hmm. and she interviews people. and And Mike Miller was a uh, her dream interview. Oh, yeah. So it hit her she, hard. She it hit her hard. It hit her hard. So yeah, and, man. Yeah. So you know. It's crazy. I always tell myself I gotta meet Lil Wayne. Before anything happens to him. No <laughs> I've seen him perform live. Yeah. But it's not the same as meeting a person. Like I have to shake his hand and look right. him in the eyes and be like, right. You are amazing. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah, really yeah. let him know. I get that. Yeah. I get that. I remember I never really interacted with an artist before, but I remember the closest I got to one was Tyler the Creator. That's a good one. And it was no, it was That's great. A good one. And it was completely by accident because I went with a homie. Then after the concert, we went to the back of, of the Rialto what can, in what Tucson. Concert? Oh, okay. And, um, and, oh, when he came with Vince? Uh, no, he didn't come with Vince. It was just him. Oh, it was just him? Yeah, it was okay. Just him. him and, like, Taco and uh, Jasper. Oh, so this was a while ago. Yeah, this is a while. This is, like, two, three years ago, maybe. Yeah. yeah. This was a good while ago. This is when I, I recently just cut my hair like this. So, like, yeah, this is, like, 20... 16, maybe? That's when I cut my hair. Yeah. So, around there. And, um, and so, yeah, I'm, like, walking, like, so we went to the, behind the concert, to behind the, the fucking, the, the place, yeah. the venue, and, um, you know, to wait to see what's up and shit, and we were just there waiting a little bit, and then Taco came out, said what's up, and I was like, alright, I guess time they're probably gonna come out and shit, so me and my homie left, uh, I walked her home, and then I walked to my car, and then as I'm getting to my car, she's like, hey, are you still downtown? And I'm like, yeah, what's up? And she's like, I don't know where my wallet is. I was just like, what do you mean? And she's like, I don't know where my wallet is. And I was yeah. like, bet. I'll walk. And like, I'll, I'll check around. I'll look around and shit. So yeah. I, I, I retraced our, our, steps. our steps, you know, which led me all the way back to behind the venue. Yeah. And now there was nobody else there anymore. But a small group of people were huddled around somebody. And I go up over there and shit. And I should just start asking. I ask people like, hey, have you seen a wallet? Have you seen a wallet? And then I look. And there's Tyler talking with everybody. And I'm like, holy shit, it's Tyler. <laughs> holy fuck this is tyler and then i'm like have you seen a wallet like anybody seen a wallet and i don't even like acknowledge him i just like it's, it's, it's just tyler. It's tyler and then I, I just keep asking for the wallet you know and he's just like there he's like real sweet real calm and like like almost whispering to us like like oh tyler like, yeah 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 and hey guys he's like hi guys like, oh thanks you so much and shit and like, yeah yeah and all this time He's like, wow, he's a really cool guy. Like, he's really chill. This is crazy. And then he's all like, all right, guys, I got to go. Like, like, peace out. And then like, he just leaves. I was just like, all right, cool. I was just staring at fucking Tyler, the creator, like a yard away from me. Holy fuck. And, and you know, I, like, I was like, yo, homie, I have no idea where it is. And then she texts me back. She's like, I found it. It was on my fucking couch. And now I was just oh, like, thank you. Because I, I just, I just saw Tyler. Tyler, the creator. 
<laughs> in the flesh. So, that's beautiful. Yeah, no, that shit was crazy. Most, most things, like, I feel like a lot of the good things just happen unexpectedly. True that. There's, like, good memories just happen really True unexpectedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's how, I think it's, uh, it's, it's almost just the, the allowing of life to occur. Yeah. That helps. It's because of, you, let, you let it surprise you. And I just, um, I finished reading the seven spiritual laws of success. Oh. And one of the laws was to be, um, just stay uncertain. Like, stay uncertain. Yeah, because uncertain, uncertainty, yeah. it's just a word for me, Uncert yeah. uncertainty creates like just different options for you. It's like you don't uh, have a certain path you have to follow. Like, right. It creates like all these just endless possibilities of what you could do or what's mm -hmm. possible. Mm -hmm. So... I really respected that rule because I'm uncertain about so much shit. <laughs> and there's certain shit that I shouldn't be uncertain about. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. you know, it's good that I'm certain about, uncertain about certain stuff, you know? Right. Like, where I'm like, you know, it's okay that I don't know what I'm doing yet. You know, yeah, it's okay yeah. that I haven't reached my my full potential yet because yeah, I'm not there yet. You I don't got, need to be there yet. Exactly. You got a lot of time. Exactly. Take your time. Taste test. Exactly. Taste test everything. Shit. Experiment. Experiment. Do this, do that. Live life for me. Exactly. So we're like over an hour. Um, oh shit. Here, that went by fast. You know, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, do you want to let them know? you want to like any last words or let them know where they can find you? Either one. Um, however you want to go. Or whatever. I gotta look at the camera. It's so awkward talking you, you to you. You don't have to, but I you just, can invite me. I'll look at the camera because I'm talking to the people. Yeah, yeah talking <laughs> to people. Um, stay creative. Stay kind. Stay true. And you can find me on social media at tres, T-R, the number three, S, underscores. Hello, underscores. I don't know how many underscores, but <laughs> it's a couple. <laughs> it's a couple underscores. Oh, on Twitter, right. I think it's two. And on Instagram, I think it's like four or something. Jesus, I don't dude. know. <laughs> but I, I had to rebrand. I was like, I, I want to go by tres. Like, that's my artist. Name. Yeah. Nice. It's like a rebirth, kind of. Good. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's like what I did with my logo and shit. Yeah. It's yeah, just yeah, a little yeah. new presentation of yourself. Of um, course. Because I really feel like the person I was last year is definitely not the same person I am right now. That person's dead. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's a whole new rebirth. It's a. Uh huh. Uh, I've been ascended. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. oh shit! Oh but, shit! You know, like two years from now, I probably won't even recognize this person. So it's just that's the whole point. That's a the, constant evolution. Always, always. But yeah, find me, check me out. Check her out, guys. Check her out. Dab, dab. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Liz, for coming on. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you guys for listening. You're. And how was that? Wasn't that fun? We went everywhere. We we spoke a little bit about her her intrigue and her visual artist being a visual artist and and the plethora of other things that we were able to get into we probably could have kept going in all honesty <laughs> it was a lot of fun i hope you guys enjoyed please go and follow her as as she said her ad is uh at dress with a three instead of an e and like two to four underscores depending on which medium you are searching on um yeah guys if for some if if for if you can in some way shape or form go to la and go check out her event go do it go do it don't even don't even hesitate just go it's gonna be a lot of fun take some toys because i think they're having a toy drive as well um 
Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Again, the beat is by Q. I'm going to just let that let that I'm gonna play you off with that essentially. So thanks for listening. And um yeah, I'll see you in another week or so. Woo-woo. I hope you guys have been enjoying this. It's been it's been fun. It's it's always nice. It's always nice. Thank you guys for listening so much. The beat is called um Bruto by DJ Q everybody. Thank you.